You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, you guys, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited for today's episode. Today's episode is dropping Sunday at 12, and I know most of my podcasts are supposed to drop Saturday at 12 p.m., but I just have had a lot going on, and I'm just really feeling these waves that are coming up. I was like sick for the last week, so I had to reschedule with a bunch of my clients, and then also, I just have been really emotionally dysregulated in the last week and I'm not trying to change it. I'm just trying to kind of sit with it and feel it and be interested in it and be curious with it and also do some things that make me feel really good and that takes some edge off of me sometimes. And so I kind of just wanted to make a podcast about that, what I use my money towards and things that are really helpful and healing and healthy that we can use our money towards once we are financially secure. And of course, if you're not financially secure, then your money might be all going towards savings or all going towards rent or all going towards trying to get out of a bad situation. And that's totally valid. But this podcast is just going to be about, you know, once you are, you know, financially secure, what you know, should you invest in? What should you be or not? What should you? This is what I do. And and it makes me feel really good. And I feel like so many times people come into financial security and they don't know really what to do with that. And it doesn't need to be that you're making $20,000 per month. I'm talking about $5,000 per month, $4,000 per month financial security, especially if you are a single person, well, not necessarily single as I'm not single, but I mean without kids. So if you're a childless person and you're making maybe $4,000 a month and money towards goes towards rent and then you have you know, a little bit extra to spend on yourself or invest or or whatever. And so I'm going to talk about investing. I'm going to talk about all the things that I put my money towards that makes me feel really good. And I also see a lot of the time that people really, they. it's interesting because people think that my life is <laughs> like, 
you know, when they hear that I don't drink and they don't hear like they look at me and they're like, oh, my God, you're such an amazing woman. You're so empowered. You're so healthy. You're in an amazing relationship. You have an amazing relationship with yourself. Like you're such an amazing woman. Right. And so they look at me and say that. And then I tell them kind of my my lifestyle just from a day to day. And they think it's boring. And it's so interesting because. It's so far from boring. The just difference between me and another person is I'm not using coping mechanisms to try to avoid myself or to make me happy because I myself am already happy. So then I can just further that happiness from an authentic and genuine space, but I don't need to use all these trying to these coping mechanisms and trying to do this and trying to do that to try to bring me somewhere because I'm already there. So I can just live my authentic life. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of how I, I feel on that. And it's just interesting, you know, when I tell someone, oh, I don't drink. Oh, I don't go out to clubs. Oh, I don't, you know, socialize for no reason. I socialize with people that are genuinely nourishing, but many women socialize and many men as well socialize with people just to socialize, right? They just go and they have like going out friends. They have friends that they're not, genuinely nourished by and don't feel so safe with and they don't even have standards in friendships they don't know what they're looking for they just want so desperately to click with people because they want people to distract them from themselves you know so so yeah so I'm kind of just going to talk about things that having money helps with and things that I do with my money that makes me feel really good. So first of all, since I'm having an emotional week, kind of a down week and just not really feeling emotionally my best, physically my best, just kind of down in all ways, I invested in a facial and in a massage. And I remember a few months ago, I was having some anxiety that I was feeling in my upper back. And if you're feeling anxiety, you should first identify where am I feeling this anxiety? What am I feeling anxiety about? What could this anxiety be pushing me towards or showing me? Where am I dysregulated in my life? Where am I not feeling safe and loved and cherished in my life, right? So all of those areas are good questions to to get curious about why this anxiety is coming up. But I remember a few months ago, I was having anxiety. And for me, that resulted in a lot of back pain and like back aches. And so I got a massage and it it was crazy. It like totally (laughs) released my anxiety, right? Like my anxiety was kind of stored in my back and I identified what was giving me anxiety. But even after it had passed, I was still feeling this upper back pain. And it was kind of this residue of this emotional, this energetic blockage that was being stored in my back. So whatever emotion you have, we talk about this with womb healing a lot, it gets stored in your back. Sorry, it doesn't get stored in your back. Sorry, it gets stored in your body. And so your emotions get stored in your body. Your emotional blockages get stored. And most people suppress their emotional blockages, which is why it's so important to go into your body and release physically these emotional blockages, which is really what yoni mapping is about and healing your womb is about a lot of times. But it also applies to other areas of the body, right? So if you have emotional blockages, they're going to be in some area of your body and it's important to physically release that. But I didn't really fully understand that. I have never had an issue with anxiety and, and still I don't. It was just a a moment of, you know, some a couple of weeks of feeling really anxious and I... Well, actually, I I have had an issue with anxiety in the past, but I'm just not in that place anymore. But I 
went and got this massage and it just felt so good. That was a few months ago. And so now I was not feeling, you know, that great. And so I went and I got a massage and it just felt so good. And I think the total of the massage, it was like $150 and that was worth it to me. I was willing to invest that into myself to clear blockages, to relax my body, to relax tension, to feel really good. And Yeah, so that felt really good, and I think that's really important um, to invest in a massage. I think monthly, a monthly massage, and then brings me to my next point, also a monthly facial. I do a monthly facial at um, this place in New Jersey called Luciana Skincare, and I always go to Luciana and get a facial, and I also invested in a facial this month. I don't always go to Luciana because I'm not always in New Jersey, um, but I, I did go this time month to Luciana and so I go and I get a massage once a month I sorry a facial once a month (laughs) see I'm a little bit I'm a little bit like I'm forgetting my words this time I'm just like feeling down you guys but (laughs) I got a facial this month and I get them every month and it just feels really good and I invest in that because my skincare is really important to me my face being really glowing and radiant is important to me and also I don't wear a lot of makeup I was talking the other day that the only makeup I wear is I put on this primer from In Beauty and then I'll put on this it's called like this um skin glow it's like a gel and it's not even it feels like skincare it's from this brand I don't know how to pronounce it so it's s-a-i-e and it's just like this it feels like a moisturizer see it's not tinted moisturizer it's even less than that and it's just this like little skincare feeling kind of thing and I put that on and then that's it so I don't wear and that's only once you know maybe like once or twice a week so I don't wear any makeup and so for me I like to have my face feeling really natural and moisturized and really good and really glowing naturally and for me facials really help with that they kind of rejuvenate my skin like once a month so I invest in facials once a month and that feels really really good for me another thing that I do that is really just like the most helpful thing ever is for me I think it's so important to have people in your life, a coach or a therapist or both that are helping bring you to your next embodiment. A coach is exactly doing that and then a therapist is kind of helping you move through density and helping you discover yourself a little bit further and helping you move through some difficult emotions that you come to the therapy session with and then a coach is kind of someone that you it's like a mentor as well you view them and you like where they're at and they help bring you into that space of embodiment right so for me I think having a coach and a therapist is so important so I invested in a coaching program of course I'm a coach as well And I love my clients so much. And I still have availabilities for September. So if you want to book an intro call with me that's free, you can do that at victoriadevall.com. And I think some availabilities opened up on my website as well before it was fully booked and some people had canceled. So you can get in if there's any more spots. But um, for me, I invested in a coaching program. So 
I have mastered what I'm coaching, which is I think what more of the collective of women need right now, which is healing their their abusive relationships, healing their patterns, healing their toxicity, healing their wombs and their yonis, coming into their empowered sexuality, coming into their empowered femininity, healing their wounded masculine, healing their wounded feminine, and really healing in context of these toxic and abusive relationships, this context of not knowing how to show up in an empowered way while dating and with yourself finding empowerment in solitude all of those areas I think that's pretty much for the collective right now and so because I've already mastered that I and which is why I can teach it I needed to find a coach that is has mastered further than me right so for me what I was looking for was a coach who could bring me into deeper depths within my union a sacred union coach basically so a coach that can bring you into deeper union with your healthy relationship with your divine relationship with a relationship that is holy and sacred and bringing you into deeper depths of intimacy once you're already you've done all the work and once you totally feel safe within yourself and you've found an amazing partner and you are super healthy in all aspects of your life and you are in your fullest embodiment, you're in your fullest expression of your femininity, you're totally safe, you're totally amazing, you're totally good, right? Like in all areas, you're good, you're great, you're secure, you're safe. But now what's the next step? Once you are fully safe, once you are fully secure, now I want to be able to dance in that safety and in that security and find deeper levels of intimacy and sacredness and divinity. So I joined a a coaching program that's every month um, we're doing, it's like a a group kind of program. So I do coaching that's one-on-one. And then this one is a group of women doing coaching together. And it's uh, two times a month we meet and it's for six months. So I invested in that. It was $750 per month. And I felt that that was really important to me. I really value my deepening of myself into my heart's desires and and all of that I deeply value coming into my embodiment I deeply value my relationship and deepening into intimacy into sacred sexuality just in always learning how to go deeper and sometimes my relationship is so amazing and so beautiful and so sacred that I feel like so many people can't relate <laughs> and so I it was really important for me to find a coach who can relate on a very on a very intimate level on a very special level and could bring me has been in her divine union for years and can bring me even deeper into mine and just furthering my polarity my intimacy all that so I just think that was really amazing and and yeah so this is you know my the coaching program I invested in and it is a group program so it was $750 also my facial I think every month is around $90 so so yeah that's my facial price and then the coaching program that I entered into was 750 per month and it's for six months. So I think the total is 4,500, but I'm not really focusing on that. <laughs> I'm just kind of paying monthly. I didn't pay um, all up front. So I'm just paying 750 per month and that's manageable for me. That's doable for me. So yeah, so that was really amazing. And then the next part is I 
also have a therapist that I've had for around four years and she has totally changed my life. She has brought me out of so much density. I trust this woman with everything and she is incredible. I met her four years ago when I was living in Spain and she is like my she's just like a angel sent to me from God, literally, like she is incredible, we have a very deep bond, I love her, she actually listens to my podcast, girl, if you're listening, Talia, hi, (laughs) hey, (laughs) but yeah, I love her so much, Um, she's everything to me, and she has really changed my life in so many ways, and so I met her around four years ago when I was living in Spain, and I was doing weekly therapy with her, And then when I moved to the United States, it wasn't really a thing to do Zoom, to do Zoom therapy, right? So that was kind of a benefit that came out of COVID was that a lot of people moved online and it became normal to to do therapy online, to do coaching online, to do these kind of things. We kind of realized, wait, we don't need to be in person. We can do this via Zoom calls, right? And so for me, I once I had come back to the United States and I had left Spain, it wasn't even like a feasible option to me that we were going to do Zoom therapy. So I was like fucking so sad about this. Like I was so sad about leaving, you know, our therapy in Spain. Like I was so, so sad because I had never connected with a therapist on that level. I had never trusted a therapist on that level. She is an incredibly, an incredibly wise woman, an incredibly amazing woman. And I had never found a therapist that I trusted in that, in that way, because I trust her with herself and and so many therapists I feel I feel further than them in my own journey and so I again need a woman who is able to really serve me from a a deep depth of of knowing and of truth and and so many times I have spoken to therapists and although their their methods were helpful for me that I was further along in my own understanding and in my own wisdom than than they were and so with with my therapist I don't feel I don't feel that at all. I feel she is totally equipped and able every single time to help me move through what I am I am going through and it has just been an amazing journey having her so her sessions are $150 and I used to do her weekly when I was in Madrid and now I do her as and I don't I don't do I I do sessions with her as needed and so I I do them as needed I used to when my dad had gone so what happened was right after COVID kind of started my dad went back to prison and so during that time I you know Zoom calls had just gotten made normal and so I called I emailed Talia and I said hey I would love to do a session with you via Zoom. Do you offer that? Like what's, you know, what are your offerings? I would love to do that. I miss you. I, you know, I don't want to do therapy with anyone else and you know now that Zoom is kind of normal, I'd love to do that with you. And so me and her started Zoom uh, therapy a few years ago, and and it's been amazing. I was doing it weekly for a time right after my dad had gone to prison, and then now I just do it as needed, but she always makes time for me. Like, I text her at you know, whatever time and I'll say, hey, Talia, I'm like really struggling right now. Can we talk? I I have something I, I need to, to discuss. Can we talk? And and usually she will fit me in that day or even the other day I, I texted her. It was like 
11.01 a.m. And I was like, hey, like, I have some free time right now and I really need some support. Like, are you available? And she was like, I'll make time right now. Like, can I call you in the next minute? And I was like, yeah. And she's a super busy woman and is going to make me tear up because she just means so much to me that her support just means the world to me. Having a woman that I deeply trust is invaluable. And so to me, having a therapist that you deeply trust is so important. Having a coach that you deeply trust is so important. I think these two things are probably the most important things you can do on your journey. And I just, I value them so much. And I went through a lot of therapists before I got to uh, my my for life therapist. I went through a lot of therapists before I, I found her. So and I thought all of them were, they were great. They just, it wasn't that soul connection. It wasn't that 100% full body yes. And so for me, you know, the others were helpful as well. It wasn't that they weren't helpful. So don't be discouraged if you don't find your, you know, soulmate connection therapist on the, on the first try. I've had probably around 15 therapists and they were all very helpful, but finding, my therapist now was a godsend and I definitely it was definitely a godsend so that was you know everything to me so I invest in doing therapy so her price I, I pay 150 per session and that's a standard kind of therapy price a lot of times and I do therapy as needed and I think this is so helpful if you have the ability to do therapy really invest in therapy if you have the ability to do coaching and you find a coach like myself that that you really trust and that you really want to to you know invest in yourself through doing coaching with them and through having them invest their time in you and bringing you into this next level of embodiment and and going through the deep shit together if you want to do that invest in that you know it's really an, an amazing investment and and for me i i have just had been blessed with incredible experiences with both coaching and therapy um, but my therapist i have been close with her for a very long time now years now and it was so helpful so helpful and another thing i will say is that something that i read i read the celestine prophecy a few years ago and it was talking about how, you know, in this in this new earth, you know, a lot of times these new age spirituality kids are talking about the new earth, right? But what they're really saying is as people come into consciousness, as they become more conscious and more healed, how are we going to engage with one another? Because right now we're seeing how we engage when we're not conscious at all, when we're not healed at all. Now, how are we going to engage with one another when we are healing our earth when we are healing ourselves right so for me something that I really took away from that was that currency is and money you're going to invest in people that heal you and that change your life right um people that are are wise and that know God and are deeply it's like the way that it was before right like with indigenous tribes and indigenous people and and people before we created this really capitalistic, really disconnected, really wounded masculine society, you know, the wise people were deeply respected in this, in the, in the communities and they were 
taken care of and they were people came to them and they invested in them and it was basically people investing in their own healing right so people that are are wise and are able to take you to a next level of healing whether that be physically you know medicine women or you know emotionally or taking you into a next level of embodiment or healing your patterns and your wounds whatever it is it's healing if, if someone is able to do that you invest in them right? You put your money towards them. And for me, for me, it's very important to put my money towards things that are very valuable to me and towards people that are very valuable to me. So I enjoy giving a woman, for example, my coach, um, I enjoy giving her my my payment because I enjoy investing in the world and the people that are deeply healing. I enjoy that. I enjoy investing in my therapist. I enjoy, you know, paying her and doing multiple sessions with her in a week if needed because I enjoy paying people who deserve to be, you know, paid because of their wisdom, because of their healing. And in this new earth kind of, you know, idea and new age and really it's just going back to ancestral ways with a sort of twist, um in that age, in that new embodiment of our our culture and of our communities and of our people, it's really about investing in people who are healing you, who are wise, who are able to offer you healing, physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever it is, healing, right? So for me as well, when someone, I had a mentor um, for years and when I would always send him money on his birthday and I it was he did, you know, all of his mentoring to, him, to me for free. However, he would, you know, do and I would always ask if I could pay him and he would always say, no, 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 you know, I, I, I want to help you without, you know, payment. And so something I would always do was on his birthday, whatever I, I could give, whether that was four hundred dollars or whether that was 50 I would send him that money because to me, it's very important that we invest in people that are healing us, that are helping us deeply. I think that's very important. And also, I think where you spend your money is very important. I do not buy anything firsthand. If I buy something firsthand, it is a an absolute essential. Like if I need a nail filer or something, I'll go to CVS and get a nail filer. But besides that, I don't buy anything firsthand. And if I, if the only other time was if if it is if it is a sustainable company. So for example, I love the sustainable clothing company called Pansy Co. I love them. They send me some free stuff all the time, and I also purchase from them. I love their sets. I've worn them like a million times on my Instagram. I'm a big set girl. I'm a big comfy girl. So they have the most cute comfy sets that are also kind of like revealing I like crop tops I like you know I like to show my body at the end of the day I like to have my midriff showing I like to have my stomach that's kind of the the area that I really like to have showing and exposed is my my stomach I never wear full shirts I always wear crop tops like it's like not an option for me to wear a crop top I also think because with my body type it just makes me look really weird I'm very short I'm 5'2 and 
when I wear a shirt that's like full it just doesn't look right like I just feel like I just it just doesn't fit my body like I need to have a crop top on so I love Pansy Co so much so if I buy from a company it's a sustainable company that is eco-friendly and doing making an effort to walk and and embody their ethos and that is you know trying to be carbon neutral and uses sustainable fabrics and is usually women owned so but being women owned is not enough many women own like you know Ariana with Savage Venti right she owns you know many companies they all use slave labor they all are fast fashion you know it's that's no it's not just because it's women owned doesn't mean it's ethical or helpful or or responsible women can be you know capitalists and they can be harmful to the environment just as much as men can right although women are more naturally tapped in it's unfortunate that we're in that space but just because it's women owned I absolutely will not uh, purchase from it it has to be eco-friendly for me to purchase purchase it firsthand um, and then it also ha- I 99 percent of what I own and what I purchase is firsthand uh, sorry is secondhand so I'll go thrifting or I'll use Depop or Poshmark or the real real or all these different ways of of you know making sure that I'm putting my money towards towards things that I actually feel good about and I think that's really important we need to really we need to really care about where we're putting our money towards and what we're paying for and of course I know that 30 you know what is the the statistic is 30 corporations cause like over 70 percent of pollution or climate you know Ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Climate change or ocean destruction or something like that. However, it's still very important that we are doing our part in our own selves and taking back our own autonomy and and putting and living our values. I think that's very important. Yeah, we can say, okay, well, all these companies are doing all this drama and doing whatever, but where are the who are the people that are running those companies? The company doesn't exist in a vacuum. It's the people running those companies, right? So People in our society right now are disconnected, are patriarchal, are misogynistic, are racist. It's white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalistic, disconnected, devaluing the earth. All of these things. Ecofeminism is important. All of these things. That is what's leading to these people who are making these companies and are who are who would rather make profit and live in this type of society than value and respect our earth but it you have to understand that it starts with the people and so if you are embodying that then maybe your child will embody that too maybe your child because you say oh it doesn't matter right it doesn't matter that uh, my my you know I don't buy anything secondhand because it's the companies that are doing it but I'm buying from the company and then you raise a child who has no respect for the earth because you don't have any respect because you outsource your power because you outsource your responsibility you put responsibility on others 
and you are not walking in your ethos, you are not walking in your values, you raise a child who does the same, maybe he ends up becoming the, the CEO of Exxon. And that's a problem. That's a problem, right? But what's it a result of? It's a result of none of us having the courage to stand in our values and to reconnect. That's all it is. It's really reconnecting too. Reconnecting to ourselves, reconnecting to the earth, reconnecting to ancestral ways, reconnecting to each other. The only way we can have these these massive issues is if everyone is disconnected from themselves and from the earth and from one another. Someone who is connected to the earth in a very deep, very, very reverence invoking way could never do that, could never own one of these companies, could never make these kind of decisions, right? We have to walk in our values and we have to start out, stop outsourcing our own responsibility while also holding that accountable at the same time and saying, this is fucking unacceptable. We need to protest this. We need to, I don't even know, right? We need to like, okay, K-I-L-L. <laughs> so I think that it's important for death to come upon, to, for, uh, you know, that's, that's also being uh, connected to the feminine is understanding where death is important where death is necessary, right? So I think that death in a lot of times could be necessary, but what it really could look like is us uh, really letting certain people die off and certain attitudes die off. That is the death that we actually need. I'm actually going to make a YouTube video about that, about letting the old paradigm of men die off. But we absolutely can allow certain people, programmings, uh, values to die off. But what it takes is certain people having the courage to no longer embody that and to shun as well the, the, the alternative, right? So for me, I do my best to shun the alternative, things I do not believe in, I shun. I do not believe in the disrespect of the earth. Therefore, I do my best to shun any corporations or people who embody that opposite value. And it doesn't mean that those people don't need counseling and help and whatever. Of course, they need resources and help, of course. However, it's important that we shun the embodiment of those values. That's very important. It is very important. And so, long story short, it's important to invest in what you believe in. It's important to put your money towards things that are valuable and healing towards you. And, and yeah, so these are, these are just my opinions on that. And, and let's get into the next one. Another thing that I do is something I learned from my mom. So when I was younger, I remember I grew up in a wealthy town. However, my mom was a single mom and she was the youngest mom among any of the kids and we didn't have the we were financially secure but we didn't have the level of wealth that everyone else had and so I would be made fun of in school for not having the new clothes and I would made, be made fun of because my house was very small and everyone else had these big you know big houses these even if they were old Victorian homes they were big and if they were mansions they were mansions right and I had a little home that my mom got after she divorced my dad and my mom was still in her 20s and and we had this little one bedroom home and it didn't have a second floor right it was just one level and my mom 
ended up sleeping in the basement because that was there was only a room for me and she gave it to me and so um and so I and I I lived in this home and I loved it I had like the most beautiful backyard the most beautiful flowers and gardens my mom is like a gardener she's really connected to mother nature she's really connected to the earth that's like probably the biggest thing if I could like tell someone it would be my mom is very connected to the earth and my mom is a gardener. She's like, she always has these beautiful, massive gardens. She has all these veggie gardens right now. And when I was a kid, when I was growing up, I my mom had these big gardens outside and my neighbor built us a tree house. And it was very, it was very, very connected to earth. My upbringing was very like natural. My mom would always have me dirty outside playing in the in the puddles I would go I was very connected to animals from a very young age which is why I went vegan from a very young age why I went vegetarian when I was seven and my mom I would always after it rained all the worms would come out of the of the um you know of the dirt because they don't want to get drowned so they all come out of the dirt and they all go on the sidewalks or on the driveway and after it rained and it was you know the sun came back out I would run onto the driveway and I would pick up all the worms and I would put them back into the soil because what happens is they all go out of the out of the dirt because they don't want to drown and then they can't get back into the dirt and they all get dried up by the sun right so then they go on the asphalt to wait it out and then they can't end up getting back to the dirt and they all get you know dried up by the sun and so I would run out and I would you know put all of the all of the worms back in the dirt and I I loved it I loved that aspect of my growing up I loved how connected to nature it was my mom would physically hug trees all the time I remember we had this beautiful maple tree in my backyard and when my mom sold the house she put in the contract that you couldn't cut down this tree because it was like hundreds of years old and my mom was so worried that if she sold the house to someone else they would cut down the tree so she put down in the contract that if you buy the house that you can't cut down this tree and it was so I've never seen a tree that big the trunk was like ginormous this thing must have been 700 years old and um and yeah so that's kind of how I grew up and I remember my mom uh, when I was younger, when I was in like fourth grade, everyone was getting these new North Faces and I wanted a North Face so badly and my mom couldn't afford it, right? We were financially secure, but nothing extra, right? And I remember she told me, you know, I'm always going to have healthy food for you and that's what we're going to put our money towards. But you're never going to be able to keep up with the trends. You're never going to be able to keep up with these kids. I can't buy you a new North Face. I can't buy you all these new things. I can only, you know, buy you healthy food. That's my value. That's my priority is buying you organic healthy food. And I remember at the time being really bummed out. I was really annoyed. There was never any Oreos in my house. There was never any any sugar, processed sugar in my house, right? She would get me like organic alternatives, little like, you know, treats or sometimes, but I never had any anything really processed or any of these snacks or any of these nasty processed foods, right? I always had my mom's value. She always wanted to put first healthy organic food. And for me too, that is my value as well. I remember a couple years ago, 
when I was just out of college and I was trying to kind of figure out how I was going to make money, what I was going to do. And I, one thing that I did, I didn't do anything extra. I don't go out. I don't drink. I don't spend money on buying all this designer shit or that's not my value. That's not what I'm interested in. I, my value, my first thing was first was I wanted clean water and I wanted organic food. And obviously I'm vegan. So is my mom now. And so is my brother. Um, but I wanted organic food and I wanted clean water. So I set up a clean water delivery to the house. I didn't want to drink the tap water in, in Miami. And I ordered from Mountain Valley. They can do like home delivery for spring water. So I did that. And I did, I, or I had all organic food. And that was what I put my money towards first. I wasn't going to get, you know, facials every month necessarily. I started doing that once I could afford it. I wasn't going to be going out and Ubering everywhere and drinking everything and, and you know, get going, getting, getting drunk with my friends or doing this and that. The first thing, my first thing that I needed, you know, that I was going to put my money towards was healthy uh, food, organic food and clean water. And even now, I'm about to invest in a clean water machine. It's $5,000, but I'm going to just pay it off monthly for the next 10 years. Just kidding. But um, I'll probably pay probably like $300 a month until I pay the full thing off. They have this like payment program um, for this, you know, clean water machine. And I'm going to get that because I just travel a lot and it's really difficult for me because I don't want to drink the tap water. And, and yeah, so... Investing in these types of things, in my opinion, is very important. And luckily, from a young age, I had gotten these values about investing in healthy food from my mom and always prioritizing your physical health and, you know, growing your own food and doing these types of things and healthy water and healthy food and putting these above materialistic things. And that's a really big value of mine. And another part of that is my mom always shopped secondhand. She always thrifted. And part of it was to save money when we were younger. But now that she is very, has a lot extra to, to, um, to have in her life she has a lot extra a lot of extra money she's very financially secure and it's not just financially secure and then you know I don't have anything extra it's she has extra and so but she still buys everything secondhand she buys everything antique everything vintage everything from a vintage store or a secondhand store and she doesn't have any firsthand clothes at all I've never seen her wear firsthand clothes and neither do I and I love it I buy so many things that have the tags still on them I buy things that I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with I buy from Reformation all the time I love Reformation right now I buy you know Gucci bags sometimes but they're all secondhand and that is really important to me and I think it's so important to really live your values and not make excuses if you can right if you're financially able to live your values as much as you can in your own tax bracket right so when my mom didn't have anything extra the most she could do she couldn't buy me any of this extra stuff but what she could do was buy me organic and healthy food and if you can do that and you're not in a food desert and um, if you're able to, to really value health, it's really about valuing health in all aspects. And I think a lot of times people make excuses because even when they don't have financial ability to invest in health in every single way, right, they don't value it. 
as a thing. And so even when they get money, you see rappers all the time, they get money. They're the most unhealthy people I've ever seen in my life, right? They're eating so unhealthy. They're living an unhealthy lifestyle. They're mentally so unhealthy, right? So it's not about the it's not about necessarily the financial level. It's about, are you committed to your health? Are you committed to your health? When you have more money, you'll invest more money into your health. But are you committed now? And what can you do now? Even just listening to podcasts that are helpful and buying secondhand clothes is more financially responsible anyway. And then are you committed in, in the best way that you can to your health? And I think that's really important. And are you committed to the earth? Are you committed to yourself? Are you committed to others? Are you, you know, and do you live that? The last part of what I wanted to talk about today is where I invest my money and what I do as far as investment. And I think that a lot of times people, especially people who haven't grown up financially secure or they haven't grown up with good examples of people who are you know, wealthy or making good financial decisions. I think that a lot of the time people try to invest and make like quick money. And this is, in my opinion, for long-term wealth is not helpful. And so for me, what I do is I, I invest my money into mutual funds. And the point of these kind of funds is that you put money that you don't need for the next 20 years in these funds, right? They're they're high risk funds and they're going to go up and down. And so if, for example, there's a stock market crash tomorrow, I don't need that money. I don't need it. This is my extra, extra, extra money, right? So once I feel comfortable in my savings and my checkings account in my Wells Fargo, right? Then I put the extra in my mutual funds, and this is money that I don't I don't need necessarily and I'm not going to need for the next 20 years. And so the point of this money is that it grows. This is the money that grows steadily and it's the money that is going to bring actual wealth. And so you invest this money. I remember my my dad. So my dad who is my stepdad. My dad, my, when my father who went to prison is my biological father. My stepdad is my dad. And that's now who I'm referring to. Um, my stepdad, when he met me, he started saving for my college. And so he started saving for my college at a really young age when he met me, uh, which was a few years into when I was born. So around, you know, three years old. And um, when he met me when I was three, he started saving for my college and he put money into mutual funds and I remember him telling me you know I started putting money away when you were three and I didn't touch it I didn't think about it and this is the money that you're you don't need to touch you don't need to think about it's just there and you're investing it over a long period of time and by the time 20 years later when I needed to go to college instead of having X amount of money, which was the amount he had invested, he had over double that because that's his what he had made back on his investments. And so the point is I put my money in these long term um, in these long term investments, in these long term mutual funds so that I can have more wealth when I'm older. And then what I do for now. So what I what I really do is I take money 
that is in my, I, I like to have a certain amount and I have a new goal. So it's now higher in my checkings account and in my savings account in my wells, like in my, my card, right? So that is my savings is in there is I want it to get to a certain number. And once it gets to that number, anything above that, I'll put into my my mutual funds. So that's kind of how I do it. So once I get to a certain number in my savings, let's say, let's say it was, which it's not, but let's say it's $100, right, in my savings. So once I get to my $100 in my savings, if I then have $105, I'll put that $5 in my mutual funds. And so it's important to always have um, money that's immediate, that's available for you right away in your savings. And if that's where you are right now, build that up, build that up. So build up your savings in your checkings account. So in my checkings account, I have my checkings and I have my savings just in my, my Wells Fargo account, right? And I want to build up my savings account first. Like I said, once I hit a certain number in there, then I can start investing in these mutual funds. But you want to hit a certain amount in your savings account that you feel secure, that if something happened, I have this money that can, you know, provide for me for at least six months. And then in my checkings account, I have a new goal, a new number that I want in my checkings account. And my checkings account is what I want, um, you know, for my day to day. So if I'm, you know, investing, for example, in the coaching program, I need to know that I'm going to have enough to to have available for this coaching program that I'm in, which is $750 a month. I need to know that in my checkings account, I have more than that because I need to budget that in. But my checkings account is where all my payments come out of. So if I'm going to go buy a matcha latte, it's going to come out of my checkings account. And I have a goal of how much money I like to keep in my checkings account and how much money I won't go under. So for example, if my goal is I want $200 in my checkings account and I and I want that at all times and I don't want to go under that, if I make $400, right, and I have now $400 in my checkings account, then I can use $200 at the very most. I can use $200, but I won't go over that because I'm not going to go under $200 in my bank account in my checkings account. So my checkings account is really for my day-to-day stuff and just making sure that I have the leisure to um, go and spend money on what I want to spend, right? If I want to go thrifting, if I want to get a massage, if I want to get a facial, I have money to do that. My savings account is where I'm, my savings, which is my, in my Wells Fargo, is my savings for um, things I want to save and, and you know, just making sure I have savings that make me feel comfortable for at least six months. I'd rather have it for like a year, but around six months to a year and then from there if once you feel comfortable there investing in long-term stocks like mutual funds and you can um, find a bunch of places to invest in online Um, but yeah so then once you're secure in your savings and your checkings that are for immediate expenses then investing in these long-term and I also think that it's important and it, well, it's not important, but it's fun to invest in things that are fun, right? So eventually I'd like to invest in, I have, I'm friends with the, the owners of Sugar Taco in LA. So 
in California, my friends own this restaurant called Sugar Taco that is a vegan restaurant that is incredible. So once I feel comfortable, again, so you build up, you feel comfortable and you kind of rest at that level. Okay, I feel comfortable in my checkings and savings account. Okay, now I'm gonna rest here. Okay, I feel good. Now what are my new goals? Now what am I gonna invest in now? Okay, now I'm gonna get mutual funds. Okay, once I feel comfortable in my mutual funds, I feel comfortable in my savings and checkings. Now I wanna invest in things that are fun that I really enjoy, right? So for me, that's kind of the next step. And so for me, I want to invest after, which I'm not, you know, close to, but that's kind of my goal on the horizon in the next 10 years. I would love to invest in things that I really believe in, in, in my values. I would love to invest in a vegan restaurant. I would love to invest in some stocks that are around vegan companies that I really care about or eco-friendly companies I really care about or investing in, you know, just I would love to invest in vegan restaurants I would love to invest in sugar taco I fucking love their food in California and I would just love to invest in them but I'm just not in a a financial space where I can invest in them right now Um, but yeah so I think it's really important to get your money situated and feel secure with your money and feel like you are comfortable and secure and safe and having a plan and not being irresponsible and having a plan of what you're going to do but also at the same time you know enjoying your life but I think the difference is people think enjoying their life is like fucking going out and buying something for two thousand dollars or going out and spending all this stuff on drinks and on and all these distractions I would think that I think that the most important thing is finding like what do you really value maybe you love Legos like maybe you love Legos and you want to buy buying Legos like brings you so much fucking joy or maybe you love you know plushies or something I don't know but finding what really brings you joy and buying those types of things like you not getting you know, in my opinion, not getting an almond chai latte once a week is, you know, just kind of distracting from your happiness. I don't think that's like really helpful. I think while you're saving, while you're building this up, also allowing yourself in your own capacities to be in joy, buying things that make you happy. Like for me, thrifting and going to vegan restaurants and going to secondhand bookstores are what makes me happy. And so for me, even when I was kind of figuring stuff out, I would still allow myself to thrift once a week and I would, you know, have $20 that I could thrift with and I would go and buy something and it was that would make me feel really good, you know, and it's not depriving yourself of things, especially as women, we need to feel especially me I'm a Taurus Venus I need to feel luxurious I need to feel secure and you know taken care of and really I like like I call my I feel like my my aesthetic is like minimalistic luxury or like minimalistic you know because I don't I don't actually like all of this like ridiculousness but I like to feel like I can get a facial or get a massage or get my toes done or do any of these types of things and I I really value that and you know go thrifting and I don't need you know, a new Chanel purse every week. I don't need to go out and spend 
a thousand dollars, you know, buying bottles at the club, or I don't need to go out and spend $200 buying drinks. And I don't need to go and do these things. I need to do things that I really fill me up and make my soul really happy and make my heart really happy. Like what makes your heart really happy? Maybe for you, you know, that's like I said, getting Legos or something. And then don't deprive yourself of that. Don't deprive yourself of things that really make your heart smile. But what I'm saying, my point that I'm making is that a lot of the times the things that we spend money on are not things that actually make our heart smile. And then what we're spending our money on is kind of just, you know, passing shit that we're just kind of trying to avoid ourselves with and that actually doesn't make us happy because we don't, you know, want to face ourselves or we're not ready to heal or we're not ready to be healthy, whatever it is. What I'm saying is commit to your health, commit to your values, commit to yourself as a person, as a woman. And then find out what really makes you happy. Like, you know, if going in the morning, for example, with my my man, he loves matcha lattes. And going in the morning and getting a matcha latte is like, a thr- it, make, it makes his heart happy. He loves it. And he shouldn't deprive himself of that if he's like saving money or something like that just because he, you know doesn't need to do it. No, it makes your heart happy. You don't have to deprive yourself while you're saving, but just do things that genuinely make your heart happy. And I think a lot of people don't do that. So find like really what makes your heart happy and, and yeah, and also live your values, live your ethos, like really commit to yourself. But yeah, so this is kind of what I spend my money on and what I think is really helpful and good to to do for me this is what works and this is what makes me happy and I feel like all of these things are just really healthy things to invest in and to spend your my money in and that just make my heart happy and evolve my heart and my soul and that bring me into my next level of embodiment and my next level of evolution and that support my health emotionally physically mentally spiritually in all ways and yeah I think that's just super super important so I love you guys so much I'm gonna stop the episode here I didn't realize it was even gonna be this long and I love you and also if you would like to spend um, some time doing coaching with me and you would like to invest in a three-month coaching program with me you can go to my website victoriadevall.com and you can sign up for a free introduction call so we can see if the coaching program is right for you so yeah I love you guys so much and I will talk to you next weekend bye Hopefully this is the last time you'll hear this ad, because with Chime checking account features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit, you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts, or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com goals 24. That's chime.com goals 24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.